everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chomp Slap. If you're ever down in the dumps, just ask yourself one question. Do I need to take a shit? I mean, let's face it. Sometimes that's the problem. On the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. I lied. I cheated. I bribed men to cover the crimes of other men. I'm an accessory to murder, but the most damning thing of all, I think I can live with it. My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, I believe that the moon does not exist. I believe that vampires are the world's greatest golfers, but their curse is that they never get a chance to prove it. I believe that there are 31 letters in the white alphabet. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. That one egg was 40 eggs? That's a big fucking pile of garbage. I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. We're today. talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? Right? No, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. If you want cheese, you get a milk. You're waiting for pain. No, I can hate on it. It sucked. Boners. Hey, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Bloody Time, the podcast that... Got some pretty sweet PS3 games in the mail. Ooh. Yeah, name them. I got a lot of Assassin's Creed and Batman games. Oh, shit. Games you games you already owned? I No, I didn't. That's the weird thing. You had to have the Batman games. I swore I borrowed, borrowed yours. We talked about I, this. No. You might have sold them to Amazon one time. <laughs> I'm okay. okay. Chump Slap has no time for any of this. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Um, I bought a bunch of Assassin's Creed games, and I bought uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham Asylum Game of the Year, Arkham City Game of the Year Edition, and Batman Arkham City, Arkham City Dual Package. So Ooh. that's usually my opening line to the ladies, because nice. they're so impressed. I wouldn't be. This is usually mine. Well, I, I could take a picture of all my PS3 games and see if you want any. Okay. I'll send that's your to opening to, your, to I, ladies? Is that what you just said? Yeah. I sold all mine, man. Sorry. That's okay. I think I have God of War 3 that's been in my car for about two years. Yeah. I saw it in your door. Yeah. Because <laughs> for some reason, Second and Charles wouldn't buy it. They probably had like six of them. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if I have God of War 3. I might. Doesn't matter. We can go past this. How are you doing, Dr. Scientist? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? <sighs> Not a whole hell of a lot, man. Uh, yeah. What did I watch? Just watch some Doctor Who. Still doing that? I, Do, doing y- the Who? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on season eight. Which the, uh, the new season eight? The new season eight. Who's the doctor? Peter Capaldi. Okay, twelfth doctor. That was a statement. Who's the doctor? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank well, you. just that's the only way I can delineate what era you're talking about. Mm, yeah, it's right. Recent seasons, I guess. And so not like the one from the seventies that are black and white. And no, I don't. I never watched those. I don't know if I can get into them. No, that's it's like a whole different genre. Yeah. It's like watching old Batmans. It's like watching Star Wars or the first season of Star Trek. It's just, meh. That's fair. Uh, I did also try and watch the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got like halfway into it. I don't know, man. It's pretty boring. Is it like super YA? Like, is uh, it for kids or? Not really. Is it gory at all? Not really. It doesn't show a lot, but there's a lot of people getting killed. It's a PG-13. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. I don't know much about the games either. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I watched like the first half of it and I was like, uh, this is this is kind of boring. Maybe if I finish it, I'll like it more. But I don't know. From what I understand with Five Nights at Freddy's, like it started as one little game that kind of 
took over the internet and then they kept slowly releasing stuff and adding to the lore and all this stuff. So the people that are fans are like real fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I understand. I've seen people play the games and I kind of understand the games, but I don't know. I don't know if I can finish the movie. Oh, that just reminds me. I just bought a five nights. Um, no, I, well, I do have security breach. I, I started playing it and it was very much just a stealth game. So I was like, eh, I'm pretty that's different than like, the, well, yeah, the, there's several different. It might be a completely different game than all the other ones. I mean, Security Breach, I think, is one of the newer ones. Yeah, I think so. Might be the newest. So we got a, three dudes that have never played Friday Night or Freddy's Friday Night at Freddy's and uh, are are speculating over what goes on in the game. Yeah, I, I, I'm not even going to pretend to speculate because I know there's a bear. Yeah, there are animatronics. Okay. Yeah, I figured it's something it's like, like that. It's like a fox, a bear, a bird. Yeah. It could be a fourth one. So it's like that movie with. Nicholas Cage. That's what I was just going to say. I think that's the adult version of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. With more gore and death what, and such. What, what movie with Nicholas Cage? Where he's a silent Willy's, protagonist and he that one? beats... Willie's Wonderland? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I so still highly recommend that Out of all of us, anyway. we watched half a movie in the games. We got it down. <laughs> yeah, we got <laughs> yeah, it Yeah, exactly. We nailed it. That's our opinions on Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> FNAF, for those in the know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's how we talk now. We were just introducing the the other people to it. You know, our listeners. Yeah. 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 No cap. We say FNAF. <laughs> it's bussing. <laughs> nice. We're trying to appeal that younger demographic, but <laughs> I don't know if they still say no cap. I don't. <laughs> we should find the Reddit of like child slang or something. Right. Well, usually I ask my sister because she's a high school teacher. Oh, that's yeah. Smart. But when you were in high school, do you think your teachers knew your slang? I mean, maybe they picked up a word or two, but only usually I remember when I was a kid, by the time parents were saying it and actually using it and aware of what it was and could define it, it was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one was saying that anymore. I think that's the way it goes. Yeah. So we, we might already, you know, have run the gamut on bussing. I don't know. Or cap. No cap. <laughs> or bet. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's all I watched. <laughs> you watched half a movie. All right. Cool, yeah, cool. yeah, half a movie and some episodes of Doctor Who. When before I fell asleep. Nice. Uh, I also finished up playing Dark Devotion. Oh yeah, you finished it. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it, it'll entertain you for as long as it takes to beat it. I don't. I can't see going back and trying to get a platinum for it. Is it hard like that snail game? Because I don't want to. That's play not it. that hard. Right. <laughs> Dude, the snail game was fun. I will snail. Fuck that. It was so hard. <laughs> My brain doesn't work right. When the I'm combat was great in it, it too. Kind of like Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, shitty. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, one of the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> but no, uh, I, once you start getting better stuff, it's just like under the roguelites. It becomes pretty easy to go through it and beat the bosses and stuff. Oh, okay. Eh, maybe I'll give it a run. But it's fun. I think you'd enjoy it. Cool, cool. What is the uh, the quintessential roguelike? Rogue's Legacy. Rogue's Legacy is a good example. Yeah. Or Isaac. Oh, Binding of Isaac's very good. Yeah. Spelunky. Yeah. And you know, just for our listeners here, what if <laughs> what if what if they didn't they didn't play any of those games? What are there any other examples they might know? Uh probably you, that you played? You Me? Play no, the listeners. The listeners. You play Return a little? No. I mean the listeners probably haven't. Oh. Well, Returnal's <laughs> roguelike. It's a rogue-ish game is where if you die, you have to start all over. That's a rogue okay. like that's a rogue game. But a rogue light is one where you can like get stronger in between each one. Like you get maybe currency going through the game where you can buy upgrades for your next run. Yeah. And it keeps building like that. Start with certain 
stats and but shit. You, but you start at the beginning every time. Yeah. Okay. Would that be like... Uh, any Nintendo game back in the day. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just a rogue. Yeah. Well, actually, it never changes, though. Yeah, that's just a ro- that's rogue game. Okay. Rogue lights are modern, so people want to play them. Yeah. Well, so is Deathloop a roguelike? I never played it. You do start over at the beginning. You start at the beginning, and you can save your weapons through the day. Kind of. Yeah. Sounds like it. In a way, right? Yeah, but nothing, yeah. Nothing ever changes, though, right? It's not random generated or nothing. No, no, nothing ever changes unless you change it. Yeah, yeah. roguelike rogues are usually procedurally generated. Dark Devotion okay. isn't, but they usually are. Uh, you should play Binding of Isaac. It's a really good game, Papa Scotch. Yeah, it's easy I mean, to platinum it. Heard of it? Oh, yeah, right. I did. It was. I know. Such a waste of hours. One spaz I've ever heard platinum it. Is that your most proud platinum? No. What? I, I I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you what your most proud Good, one is, but let's know. think maybe, about it. Maybe that. for next week I'll figure it out, but... Okay, I'll try to It's probably well. up there because not a lot of people I know have the patience to run through the game as many times as I did. Yeah, to, to do with the special ways to unlock all this shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think my proudest platinum is going to be somebody saying, man, you are a psycho for working your way through that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I saw the platinum requirements and said, fuck that. You're, an, you're a crazy person. My proudest platinum's probably going to be easy because it's like one of the 10 games <laughs> <laughs> but anyway that's yeah, what i did papa scotch so cool cool throw me some weeks worth of bernie stuff that you did i don't know i did a bunch of cool stuff we watched movies mm-hmm. and guess what i'll just get to what i played i played shell lots oh, of shell get the hell spent out. significantly less money on packs because you already spent all the money on packs <laughs> i spent all the money on packs i spent <laughs> i'm now destitute live in a box with my ps5 <laughs> um, but my team's awesome guys I bet you even play online um, well the game mode's online but I don't play other people online <laughs> okay. I don't prefer to that's fair so you generate your team I know where this is going and then you play uh, a bunch of different game modes like squad battles where you play against the computer but it's another team that someone somewhere created and you're, uh, you're just playing against okay. them so that's one of the modes there's other ones it's fun I like it. My team's dope. Just working towards getting some other X Factor players. You know, really cool guy stuff. I'll stop with this. No one cares. So we watched uh, the Amityville remake. How bad was it? Like new Amityville? The one with Ryan Reynolds in it. Oh, from right, like, right, right. I don't know. When was that? 07, 08? I don't remember. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember anything about it. It's, yeah, that makes sense. It's not good. <laughs> it like the first, it's like an hour and a half, hour 40, something like that. So, you know, well beyond the slap pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, it the first 65%, 70% of the movie is just Ryan Reynolds, like, as the dad, like, losing it more and more and going crazy. Yeah. Like, Jack Torrance style in The Shining, but not told nearly as interesting. It's, like, three quarters through the movie, almost finished before the priest even gets there to bless the house. Mm, okay. And then, so- like, the... Le- it's like the last 20 minutes are like, oh, fuck, we have to do stuff in this movie. And then everything happens so in the last 20 minutes. Is it the worst part of Amityville plus the worst parts of The Shining put in one movie? It's the best part of The Shining done poorly. There you go. Okay. I guess. it It's not good. Just skip it. But I'll tell you what was good. We I watched the... Uh, I'm trying to get caught up on Fargo because there's a new season coming up. And I started watching the Chris Rock season. Oh, yeah? Is Chris Rock in Fargo? Yeah. Yeah. He plays a gangster in like Kansas City Fargo? in the 50s. Yeah, the yes. series. North Dakota. It's a series. Yes. <laughs> All right. 
What, you don't think Chris Rock can live in North Dakota? You calling him out? I don't think it's real. Well, this whole season takes place in Kansas City. See? Well, that's not Fargo. It's no, I know. That, now you're saying it out loud. It does seem silly. <laughs> it's just the name of the show to see how far they go. <gasps> oh, my God. Do you think it's a double meaning? No, I just think it's named after a city in North Dakota. Definitely a double meaning. Uh, but it's great it's done really well Uh, a lot of the fargo seasons now i still like them and like the actors are great but the story's all kind of like they're starting to feel a little similar where it's always like the fargo movie like there's a weird criminal misunderstanding that just kicks off this war or battle or whatever between several different groups of people right right but Oh, still fun to see. Still fun mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the movie ball controlled my life for the next four. Okay. Let's hear these. Um, mostly did pretty well. Uh, started with Candyman, the uh, original one we watched. Okay. Right. Uh, classic. If you've never seen it, check it out. It's great. Urban horror. Fantastic. Oh, the remake was good, too. I mm-hmm. like the, re- the remake. Yeah. was really good. Yeah. I loved it. And then we watched, uh, do you guys remember House on Haunted Hill? Yep. Oh, so. The one from Louis like Tomlin? 90... N- Who'd you say? Lily Tomlin? No, you're thinking of the other one. Okay. You're thinking of The Haunting. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. House on Haunted Hill was from like the same year, from like 99, but it had uh, Famke Jensen, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember that one. And they go into like these six people who are seemingly unrelated, get invited to this guy's house, and it's in, it's like a finished part of an insane asylum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it's good spooky moments in that. It's very Did much it of its time. Yeah, it did. Even if, uh, God, what's that guy's name? Chris Kattan saves the day. His ghost saves the day. Uh, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> as much as me telling you the sentence, Chris Kattan's ghost saves the day. If you're like, what? Then you'll probably enjoy it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't want to see Chris Kattan. Well, he dies violently. Yeah, but he's still there to save the day. And he also plays like how like like a straight man, like a very serious role of someone who's like knows the terror of the situation they're in, but no one else does. So he's like freaking out and reacting like very nervously the entire time. Very out of character for Chris Kattan. Yeah, I'd say. Then he dies. And then we watched The Craft because that's a great movie. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. Does that hold up? Yes. Okay. Well, as much as any other 90s horror movie. Yeah, we'll say I that. think 90s horror just holds a nice place in my heart yeah i think so too well, I'm, I'm place in your there. heart doesn't mean it holds up well it will to me that's why if you ask me i'll say it holds up you know no you're right but i even if it doesn't hold up i'd still probably say it does just because the nostalgia factor yeah exactly but then again 90s horror was like you know you had scream which was fantastic but then after that all the scream like uh copycats like urban, urban legend Legends. and yeah. <laughs> i know what you did last summer like those were still fun like they weren't great, but they were fun. Yeah. And speaking of other '90s horror, I watched uh, Sleepy Hollow with uh, Johnny Depp and Christina Ricci. That one. It's terrible. It's not. It's not that bad. It's not terrible. It's not great. I wish it was better, but like the set design and the atmosphere take it a long way. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, wasn't that done by what's his name? Yeah, it's a Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah. When he still had a lot of style, and that could carry him pretty far. It's fine. Um, it doesn't hold up as good as you think it does, but it's yeah. It's long. It is long. It's <laughs> like like two hours plus. Well outside the slap pocket. Yeah, because I just I watched it recently. I don't remember when. How many was. sittings did it take? Well, one sleeping. No. <laughs> <laughs> one cat nap and one in and out. Yeah. You know, you watch the beginning, you wake up for the end. 
That's how you watch those. And that counts. Yeah, that's basically the whole movie. <laughs> exactly. But um, that's all I did. That's all I watched. How about you there, Sir Trump Slap? What do you play and watch and doing over there? Uh, I've been watching some movies, but I played a little more of Source of Madness. Yeah? How do you, how do you feel about it? I don't know. I think I'm done with it. What's, what is uh, killing your love of it? it the, I didn't say you, you never really loved it. Uh, just the... The creatures are stupid. They just flop around, like I said before. Okay. And then, I don't know. I just can't get into it. I made it to like the fourth or fifth level. And I was hoping to unlock a new class or something. Because there's like six classes. How many do you start with? One. Okay. I unlocked two. I unlocked the second one after beating like the first level or whatever. So I got to the fifth level. I was like, I still haven't unlocked one? What the fuck? Does it does not tell you what you have to do to unlock them? No. Apparently, they're like just... I think they're in levels, I think it was there was one in five, but it's like in an offshoot of the level. Cool. And then Oh, like a second pathway or something? Yeah, and then seven, eight or something like that. I don't know. But I just didn't find it and it bothered me. So maybe I'll put it down. Maybe I'll pick it back up. I don't know. We'll see. Cool. Cool, cool. I watched some shit, though. Yeah? Oh. Yeah. Let's hear about it. I watched Saw X. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ugh. I didn't like it. Okay. Good, because I didn't feel like watching it. So I mean, it's if it seems like they're getting lazy with Saw. Like he went to a, a healer. Well, this is that is like the eight or ninth one, right? Ten. That's why it's X. Oh, I just this. <laughs> I just thought they threw the X there to make it sound cool. I thought it was the tenth, maybe not. No, it is. It's the tenth one. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like he goes to. It happens in between the first and the second movie, which is just annoying. Just so they can have Jigsaw alive for some reason. Yeah, so they can have Jigsaw, and they're like, oh, they they spring it on you that the woman who helps him in the second movie was helping him this time. And it's like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, that's not a surprise. No. And isn't it weird that in every other Saw movie, they don't talk about the stuff that happens in X? Yeah, exactly. And if this happened after the first one, like, this lady knows who the Jigsaw killer is and stuff already. I'm like, okay. They didn't figure that out until... Yeah, well, she knew about the Jigsaw killer, because... And the, after the first one, nobody found those bodies. Yeah. Well, the yeah, the one body. No, because didn't they appear at like the end of two or three? I think you it remember was three. someone stumbles into that room? Yeah. yeah. They locked him in the room in. again. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I don't know. It bothered me. And then there's like a stupid switcheroo. It's kind of like a heist movie. Like, oh, we knew that was going to happen. So we set it up that way the whole time. It's like, fuck you. Get the fuck hmm. out of here. It's the worst part of heist movies. Yeah. It's not a Saw movie. It was a heist movie. <laughs> Didn't uh, South Park make fun of it? Like the getting the crew together scene? Yeah. Well, no. A couple of things did that. Rick and Morty did a whole heist episode. Oh, that's right. They both did. Yeah. Oh, remember? Because that was the one that was like the Obama election one. Yeah. That was a great episode. Yeah, because. Like 2000. Sarah Palin was a really intelligent person playing a dumb person. Mm-hmm. They're all working yes. together. Yeah, they're all so no matter who won, they could steal the thing. Right, right. Should go back and watch. That's a, what twenty twelve, two thousand eight. One of those. It would have been the second time he was elected. So twenty twelve. Yeah, mm. right. I think yes. it might have been the first time he was elected. Might have been. It's because Mitt a Romney minute. was the second one. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, two thousand eight. Because then it was at the end. Barack Obama's like. Maybe I should stick around and be president and try and make things better. Oh, that's right. Because it was all just a heist to steal money. He's like, I don't know. Maybe I should just stick this one out. Yeah. Fucking yeah. South Park. Good stuff. I watched this movie called The Watcher with Keanu Reeves and James Spader and Marissa Tomei and Ernie Hudson. Did I see it before? Describe it. 
boring. Okay, maybe not. Trite <laughs> serial killer. Wait, wait. Bullshit with no. Keanu Reeves, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson's like the police chief. Keanu's the serial killer. James Spader's oh. a detective. And it's boring with those guys? Yeah. That's what really bothered me about it. It's so fucking boring. It has no real substance, like no, I don't know, emotion to anything. They're just all phoning it in. <laughs> Yeah, it's a real bummer. I remember this cover, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, do well, sorry. Do a favor and watch it. <laughs> but you just said how bad it was. I know, but I don't know. I had to watch the whole thing. I was like, maybe there's something. But no, it was just so bad. Just, well, sorry. That's a bummer. I know, right? Because I was really stoked about it. Did you hear uh, very recently, maybe a week or two weeks ago, the new Hell House movie came out? A oh, new yeah. new Hell House? Four? The fourth yeah, one? Number four, yeah. Oh, shit. You have to watch it. Yeah, for real. I don't... I heard it was a prequel, but it takes place in 2021, and it's not at the Abaddon. It's at a uh, the Carmichael Manor. It's like Hell House LLC, the Carmichael Manor, or whatever. But um, it's the same dude who's doing it, and apparently people are liking it. Maybe I'll check it out, but I like the Abaddon. <laughs> we all did. Yeah. All right. Uh... Then I watched this movie called Puppet Man. Puppet Man. Is it new? Yeah, it's pretty new. It's like something's controlling these people and it makes them like kill. Like a puppet? Or suicide. I mean, it was pretty slow and uh, there were some cool deaths in it. But other than that, the whole story was okay. <laughs> all right. A ringing endorsement. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's no skin a These all sucked. These All these movies <laughs> suck this week. It's okay. They're not all going to be winners. Yeah, it was a hard. Especially when you're messing around in slap territory. Right? You see something that sounds fun like Puppet Man? No, it sucked. The slap swamp? No. No. Whatever. Slap Av. <laughs> slap Av. We'll we'll come we'll come up with some. Slap Lane? No. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, that's fine. Slap Land. Slap Land. Slap Land. Yeah. I don't hate that. No, I don't either. <laughs> that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. I'm sounds make- like a name of a bad indie movie. I was going to say, I was going to make a board game out of it. Oh, like a mix well, of Candyland and Chutes and Ladders. I was trying to think of cooler games, but I couldn't. <laughs> There's a real place in uh, Finland called Lapland, uh, which is where Santa lives. Not like go. the real Santa. I don't know. He might be the real Santa. Uh, but there is no real Santa. Papa Scotch. I'll break it to you. I don't know. I don't know. You haven't met the guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because he's not real. Well, then why would he have all these reindeer? Hmm? Hmm? Tell me that. <laughs> exactly, Dr. Scientist. I think he got you there, but that's that's all I did this week. Watched shitty movies and played an eh game. All right, so no one saw the second season of Shorzy yet. Okay. No. No. Great, great. So you guys can't spoil it for me. Then, uh, <laughs> that being said, let's go ahead and move into the plotty time vibe chat. Oh, yeah. Every week I say I'm going to turn this down, and I just don't. Oh, I think it should be louder. Crank up that vibe. Oh, let's get that vibe. So we're a little thin on vibe stuff, but did you guys see that Sony had filed a patent to have a controller that can charge earbuds? No. So it's the battery will last less time? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking, wow, too. really thin. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too, because I was like, 
Remember when the Elite controller came out and I was like, I'm not going to pre-order it. I'm not going to buy it. It was in my cart. I almost did it, but I didn't. Right, right. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait for the reviews. And if the battery life is way better, I'm, I might just do it. And then all the reviews came out and they're like, the battery life is like half. I'm like, nope, done. How's it half? You have to turn it off every after two hours? I don't know, man. They're always like, the battery lasts six hours. Like, no, it doesn't. Well, if you turn off the lights and the vibration function, it lasts a while. Like, get the fuck out of here. If you use it while you're watching a movie. Maybe that is why I never have problems with them, because I always turn vibration off. I usually do, too. I like the vibration. Why? Mm, I don't know. I just like it. It bothers me. Because of marketing. Because marketing with the Rumble Pack and N64 days, been around ever since. And they always have to turn off the responsive triggers, because that's fucking annoying. I like them. I work with them. Well, I, I, they're not bad for bow and arrows. I like that. feels cool. I, I like how when you're playing Call of Duty or whatever, the responsive triggers and how. But I can see, because I play zombies, so I could see if you're like in multiplayer and you need that split second fastness to turning yeah. it off. I get that. Mm. Man. Anyway, uh, did you guys, anybody play? Well, I, I guess you didn't play it yet, but uh, Alan Wake 2 came out as well. Yeah, what are some things said about it? Getting some really good reviews. They said the 13 years was worth the wait. Yeah, people so. love the first one. I didn't. So yeah, the first one never appealed to me, but I feel like I kind of want to play it because I wanted uh, as much as it annoys me. It has to do with control because I like control, but I just uh, I liked Alan Wake. I played the remaster, but it very much felt like the PS3 era game. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing. That was the only real like argument with it. I love the vibe of it. So I don't know. I might give this one a shot after Chell, of course. Yeah, I I put the original on my wish list for PlayStation just in case it goes on sale for like $9. Maybe I'll buy it. I think the remake was free recently. That's why I played it. Well, maybe. I don't remember. Maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe Maybe you have it right now. Maybe I do. Yeah, maybe. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I hope, you know, I I haven't seen any gameplay or anything. I'm kind of just don't want to get into spoiler territory, but yeah, glad to hear a hyped game is good. Hey, uh, if you don't have a lot for the vibe, I can tell you my, Best Platinums. I looked at him while he was talking. <laughs> uh, what do you mean I don't have a lot for the vibe? The vibe is filled <laughs> with things. It's so funny. why don't you go ahead and tell us anyway? All right. Well, Binding of Isaac is probably up there. I have four, and they're all kind of. Binding of Isaac is one. Another one okay. was a game called Dungeon Defenders. It, okay. it was a, a, like a dungeon crawly type game, but you had to play online, and I played with all random people and got the Platinum. Oof, oh, that's rough. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's like my uh, top tier socializing trophy. Mm. Random people getting it. Uh, I also had Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Because I farmed the pure blade stone for about 100 hours before I finally got the platinum. <sighs> that's probably fixed now, so I can do that. Yeah, day. I actually saw a video that said it was glitched, the pure blade stone. Oh, yeah. So that's why you never like, got it. Yeah, you were supposed to have like a, a 2% chance to get it. Mm-hmm. And if you did the things that normally increase your chance to get rare items, it actually dropped it for that. Oh, so I had all the things to do get extras, and it took me forever. You should have figured it out. Oh, how was I supposed to know? It was like a one or two percent drop. Yeah, and then I don't know. Sometimes I always just take all my luck off just in case. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably I probably had all the luck gear and the items to get it. Yeah, yeah, because something happened in the formula that it increased the chance for the one that wasn't the pure blade stone, uh, like the chunk, yeah, yeah, and yeah. not it. So it lowered that chance. But that, that is that the in. one that I think I saw you farming that. Because you were farming that for a while. I used to do, I did it for 
probably three months after work, I'd come home and play it for an hour farming it and then give up every day until I got it. So it's very possible you saw me play it. And that completely falls under the criteria because that sounds fucking insane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because it was the same. I'd have to sneak up behind it because there were hard enemies to beat and you could kill Mm -hmm. them in one shot if you snuck up behind them. Mm -hmm. So I just snuck up behind it, killed it. There was like three in a row and then you'd have to leave, come back. But the one I'm probably most proud of, and I did use a guide because some of it was impossible. Uh, boo. The Talos Principle. Uh, I never played it on PlayStation. Oh, well, it's the same game. I know. but I, Was it a puzzle or what is it? It's a puzzle yeah, game. It's a puzzle game. Okay. Yeah, Talos Principle 2 is coming out. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to look for that. That's a game you should play too, Papa Scotch Talos Principle. It's a good puzzle game. And then there was like secrets that you needed to quite literally think outside the box and get and just okay. like trying to because you're in like these little areas where you have to solve each puzzle but there's ways you can get pieces of the puzzle outside of the puzzle yeah it's fun interesting really makes it sounds cool and then yeah. you feel accomplished when you solve a puzzle though yeah that's the cool part about it okay so it's one of those four games is my best platinum there right. so. it is that's a vibe <laughs> that is a vibe the, the platinum the platinum vibe check <laughs> Looking at mine, my most proud is probably Call of Duty World at War. I thought you were going to say Sakura Succubus. I mean, that's up there, too. Why, did you actually play online for that one? No, World at War was notoriously one of the most difficult ones because there's a level where you're uh, you're storming Stalingrad. No, you're storming the Reichstag mm-hmm. in Germany, not Stalingrad. And uh, That's crazy. That's very different. You're storming that building, and you're going like up the steps and hiding behind bunkers, but... It's notoriously broken on the hardest difficulty because you just get like the grenade indicator all around you like a circle and then you just die. They spam grenades at an alarming rate. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, you have to just like run and hope you don't get shot. But every time like your head comes up, you just immediately get killed. Cool. So it took uh, it took hours just to get through that one checkpoint. Mm, That's cool. That's a good one to be proud of, I guess. That or wet. Oh, or wet was pretty sweet. <laughs> wet. Oh, that game was so bad. I platinumed it. I know. I played it, got one trophy, and then I was like, oh, this game's impossible. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I really liked the uh, Grindhouse aesthetic of it, but it was not a fun game to play. Yeah. I don't know. I've never played it. And then in the vibe, um, the only other real piece of news I have, thanks for padding that runtime, Dr. Scientist. I, I do tried. appreciate I tried. it. I tried. You did great. The uh, other thing I saw is that, uh, do you guys remember me telling you Probably um, not. months ago now? But Lollipop Chainsaw was getting a remake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, news has kind of shifted and it's turning into a remaster. Now you're going to ask me what's the difference. No, I know the difference. Yeah. Why don't you tell our fans? (laughs) Yeah. Tell us, Jumpslap. You know the difference. One is remade. The other is remastered. Nice. Thanks. Oh, the remaster is just the same game. Just new skin. That's what I was thinking. Remaster, same game, better graphics. Yeah. A remake is just completely ripped apart and redone. Right, right. Man, Dead Space remaster or remake was really good. You guys should play that. Maybe I will one day. You probably already played Dead Space. I do. So what's happening with this? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so how about we get into the game, guys? How about it? Let's do it. We fucked around enough. This week, we are talking about the game... Curse, the Eye of Isis. Ooh, everyone's favorite. Yeah, Isis spelled just like the terrorist organization, but they didn't really pop off till like 2013. I did look that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this was from October 20th, 2003. Okay. Number one song in the country. Any guesses, guys? 
2003. We have a lot of 2003. Yeah. In the club by 50 Cent. No, no, it is not that. Oh, 50 Cent. Sorry. Uh, no idea. All right. Well, we'll give Saul a call. Saul. Saul, Sal. He goes by both. Hey, this is Long Island Saul. How's it going, guys? Rangers suck. What? How's it going, buddy? Did you say the Rangers suck? Yeah, the Islanders rule. Flyers suck, too. You guys like the Flyers. I forgot about that. Fuck them. (laughs) Nobody likes the Flyers. Man, you're really low energy today, Sal. Shut up. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Easy, buddy. I come in here. I try to give you guys a song. I work at the docks all goddamn day because remember that's canon. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> and I, I just want to sing this song. Okay, well, all go right, ahead yeah, and sing it. Do it up, bro. Well, it's one of my favorites. Here we go. <clears throat> Baby boy, you stay on my mind. Fulfill my fantasy. Yeah, this one again. <laughs> I, I think about you all the time. Time I see you in my dreams. You guys know what it is? We've definitely done it before because I think Sal's even sang it before. Yeah, I think it's Baby Boy. We've done it like three out of the last five weeks. Baby Boy? It is Baby Boy. I don't remember who sings it. Uh, Beyonce? That is correct. Beyonce. Do you remember who it's featuring? Baby Boy. <sighs> you know this. Come Mike on, Jones. No, no, it's not Mike Jones. It's Sean Paul. Everybody knows oh, that. Yeah. I just heard this. That one. is your favorite song. He does love it's it. It's one of my favorites. I always say that. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Sal. We're going to go ahead and hang up. You were just calling me Saul. Yeah, I use both. Fuck you. Uh, fucking Islanders <laughs> rule. Okay. Thanks, bud. Wow. Oh, man. He's really losing it. He's getting to be a lot. Do you know he's sounding like more and more like Harvey Firestein every time we call him? I don't know who that is. He's the comedian, the guy from uh, Independence Day who was in the building that Jeff Goldblum worked at. Oh my God, oh, we have to go yeah. in there. Okay. That guy talks like that. <laughs> I gotta call my mother. That yeah. guy. Okay, that's Harvey Firestein. Where were we anyway? Number one movie in the country on October twentieth, two thousand three. What do you guys got? Uh, saw two. No. Good guess, but nope, not Saw 2 yet. What was the franchise that owned Halloween before Saw came out? Who the fuck knows? It's a comedy and a horror movie. Scary Movie 2. Ooh, so close. 3. Scary Movie 3 is correct. Oh, nailed it. Tagline is great <laughs> trilogies come in threes. Never would have gotten that from the tagline. That's a good tagline, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, like it. it's appropriately dumb. I'll say that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Anna Faris, Charlie Sheen, Simon Rex, and Leslie Nielsen are in that one. I don't think I've one. ever seen the third one. You don't remember the one with Leslie Nielsen where they go fight aliens and nope. he's the president? Nope. I remember the second one. Take my strong song. hand! <laughs> yeah, that was that, but was I don't, that I don't one. I think yeah. I've ever seen the third one. Huh. That's fine. You can live the rest of your life without seeing it. It won't change anything. No, do yourself a favor. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your slapper of the week. <laughs> this day in history, October 20th, 1955. Calypso singer Harry Belafonte records his signature tune Deo, the banana boat song, in New York City. Whoa, popular from Beetlejuice. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. It's good to know. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun. I thought that was fun. Like we we keep getting war ones. Yeah. That was fun. This game was released for PC and Xbox, developed by Asylum Entertainment. Published by Dreamcatcher Interactive. It is a single player survival horror game, Curse the Eye of Isis. 
Chump Slap, you picked it this week, if I'm not mistaken. Sure did. Uh, how about you lead us into the game and tell us what it's all about? Why don't I lead you into the game and tell you what it's all about? Please, please, lead, please lead, lead us about. into the game and tell us what it's all about. Will lead do. us in the game. Tell us what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> please oh. delete that because that was just a waste of our time. Nope. No, we're doing we recorded it. recorded <laughs> it. <laughs> I might delete some of those 900 farts I just blasted off. <laughs> all right. That, yeah, was, that was too many. That was too many. Okay. London. 1890. The Museum of Great Britain. Mm -hmm. No stolen artifacts there. Nope. Not a one. They're presenting a new exhibition called The Finds from Ancient Egypt. Finds. Yep. (laughs) In quotes. (laughs) (laughs) Scientists. This is great. (laughs) I love spicy scientists. (laughs) With the main attraction, the Eye of Isis. Thus the name of the game. Okay. But where's the curse part come from? We're going to get to it. Okay. I'm on the edge of my seat. So they show it. They show it sitting in the museum and a burglar breaks in from the skylight as all burglars do. Mm -hmm. It's a heist movie. Of course. Picks it up and then a yellow mist, fog, whatever the fuck it is, just starts going through the museum and Mm. it scares the shit out of, and I guess it kills a janitor. Sure. So the next day. One Darian Dane, heretofore referred to as Double D. I uh, got to give it a point. It's going to get a start at the end just for that name. It's a good name. <laughs> it is a good name. <laughs> yeah, I got to give him that too. He shows up to the museum talking. He's, he's here to meet a colleague. And there's a, one of those old Britain cops with the silly hats and stuff. And he's the like, Bobbies? Is that what they're called? Yeah, I think that's what yeah, they're called. Okay. He's like, museums closed until further noticed. We're in investigating or interviewing everybody who worked here so go go home bud <laughs> and then and then the cop just walks away from him and he just walks in yeah it's great and darian walks in the fucking front door <laughs> security was different back then apparently <laughs> He's just like oh yeah of course sir absolutely i, 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 I would never go you've, in yeah. you've told me not to clearly i will not and then the guy walks away he's like oh doop, 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 doop. slides right in there <laughs> i can't believe that worked yeah so he's just walking through the fucking museum, and he runs into a guy named Abdul Wahid. Mm, does he know him somehow? He doesn't know him. Oh, okay. But Wahid, heretofore referred to as just Abdul, mm-hmm. tells Double D that he worked with his father in the past and all of his expeditions into Egypt. Oh, so they have really? a connection. Yes. So he gives Double D some of his father's papers and says, these might help. So you read them and just talks about how his father was thrown into a mental hospital mm-hmm. because of the madness caused by something. Ocean madness. And Double D then asks, he's like, yeah, you see uh, Victoria Sutton? That's that's the colleague he uh-huh. was here to see. He was here to get a sneak preview. But oh. I guess he didn't need it because he just walk into the fucking museum. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's uh, th- she's through the atrium and you know it's locked. So you're going to have to go find a key and get yourself through there. Not fetch quests to find your friend. Oh, fetch it up. Games never do that. No, not these cool games. So you travel around, find some dead cops and the dead bodies. Whenever the, this fog hits them, they become some type of zombies, takes over these bodies, breaks their chest open and they start attacking. seems like a evolutionary misstep to, Break open your chest and let your harpy just like out in the open. Just out there exposed. Yeah. It's not evolution. It's a curse. Oh, that works. Right? 
I'll buy it then. That's 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 fine. Yeah. It's crazy enough. So you get the keys off one of these dead guards. No, actually, you get them off the captain, Kemble. Yeah, he's a dead guard. He's a dead guard, but he's also the dead captain. You make it through the atrium, and you run into a, a ninja thief who shoots a crossbow. Doesn't hit you. What? But leaves a note on the arrow that says, next time, I won't miss. Okay, we Pretty have to talk cool. about this. Okay. So was the plan to intentionally miss and send it with the note? Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like, Why would you write the note if you were planning a hit? <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm curious about. Like, does every note say that? And then someone pulls it out of a dead body and it's like, next time I won't miss. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> no. But they just put just... notes on every arrow and when they hit, they just like, I oh, assumed I it was him. just the arrow she was aiming at. Oh. Spoiler. They were aiming at. Yes. Also, the, uh, they refer to the ninja dude as the, the thief, I think. Yeah. Right? That's the one who was stealing the thing in the beginning. Yeah, it's a thief. Yes. They give him a name later we'll get to, but I don't, I don't have it on the top of my head. The point I'm, I'm kind of leading to is they don't look like they're from this game. They look like they're from, like, Splinter Cell. Yeah, They're right. very steampunky looking, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, from 1890. That's weird. That's what I was curious about. It's so like, wait, what year was this? Yeah. Well, I mean, steampunk isn't weird in 1890, but having this character right there at this time is pretty out. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure steampunk was weird in 1890. This isn't the Wild Wild West. <laughs> well, this isn't the Victorian era. They pulled some some shit from there. Those weird well, the Wild steampunk? West and 1890 London are the same time. <laughs> Maybe that. Wait, you're saying the steampunk aesthetic is mostly pulled from multiple resources around the same time? That's what I'm saying. No, it's all. Oh, it all started with the Wild Wild West movie. <laughs> oh, the movie Wild Wild yeah. West. Got yeah, it. yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I just mistaked it. Yeah, I got gotcha. you mistaked it anyway. i mistaked it that's how people talk that's great <laughs> all right so what happens when he misses with the crossbow well I, it looked like the crossbow was shot into a marble column which was impressive to me so just wanted to point that out it's a hell of a shot that's <laughs> yeah, a right. hell of a shot so that doesn't stop double d he goes on to kill some more zombos yeah he does that a lot and he runs into abdul who always just pops up out of nowhere. He has his own like entrance music. Dude, he's too. pretty shady through the whole game. Right? I was waiting the entire time for him to, to backstab you. Maybe he the does bad later. Guy. Yeah, who knows? But he's always like, uh, uh, you go do this dangerous thing. I'll stay with this person. Yeah, and then he comes around like the back entrance and he's like, oh, you, I mean, you fucking made it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, why don't we all come the back way? Why did I have to fight my way through 55 goddamn zombies? Yeah. You knew the back door was there the whole time? Get out of here. <laughs> so he tells you to go after Sutz. I'm going to call her Sutz from now on. Victoria Sutton, your colleague. Abdul, Sutz, double D. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. And you save a copper. He gives you a pistol. He's like, thank God I'm getting the fuck out of here. Here's my gun. Yeah, that's what cops usually do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. In 1890 London. <laughs> they had guns. Yeah, me too. So then you run into some reanimated mummies here. Mm, not like zombies at all. No, totally different now. Some of them are even on fire. Yes. I think they have different attacks. Oh. Then you run into some guy who's fucking asking to find his glasses. He tells you where to get flamethrowers. He's like, those flamethrowers really kill these things. And it's like, how the fuck do you know? These things have been around for one night, and you locked yourself in a little room here. Yeah, you're the expert all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) But you go get a flamethrower, or maybe you don't, I don't know. You still take the advice. I I think you do get the flamethrower. Pretty sure that's good advice all the time. Yeah. He tells you where the key is to the ISIS exhibit, because he can't, he's an old man, he can't remember the fucking combination to the lock. Yeah. Luckily, they write it down all the time. Yeah. 
Right. Because he says he saw Sutz went to the ISIS exhibit with a copper just earlier. So oh. might as well just go find them because they're yeah, probably they're going to be just go through the Osiris sector. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a thing in sci-fi. <laughs> it's a new game coming out. Osiris sector. I'd play it. <laughs> so you do some fetch quests. Glasses guy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He opens. He's like, yeah. All right. Well, you got the keys. So go ahead. You can make your way. I'm going to open some more exhibits for you just to check out while you're here. Yeah. Because with zombies running around, you should have more exhibits open. Yeah. He's like, I got glasses now, so I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) So he sends you on your way. And you eventually make it to the Eye of Isis room. And Uh Abdul just shows the fuck up just out of nowhere he's like oh you finally made it here mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like yeah you couldn't we couldn't have gone together you know? uh, yeah yeah why isn't victoria here yeah <sighs> so he tells you Campbell says she's near the natural history section okay so you're like okay Campbell said that Campbell's dead <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck so you go through the natural history section just so you could fight a zombie bear here which it reminded me of so much of another fight we had I don't remember when, but a zombie bear. Yeah, was it? Was, it, it was it, like a stuffed bear that came to life. Yeah, and it was behind glass. It was just like two weeks ago. No, it was a long time ago. But no, there was a bear behind glass in one of the spooky movie shows we did. That kind of came to life when might have been the Ghost Hunters one, Eternal Darkness. One of those. I don't know. Was in the mansion. Oh, maybe it. It probably was Ghost. There's Hunter. probably a dozen zombie bears we fought in. Yeah. Games. Either way. No. All right. Just saying, it looked very familiar. And I was like, "Wait, yeah. did I watch this video?" Oh, already? I, I wrote in, I wrote in mine that if there's zombie people walking around, why would you go to the natural history part? Yeah, right. Like, and then I as a zombie bear, and it's like exactly why you wouldn't go there, right? People That's don't think. Point. So you fight this bear. Yeah, you find Suts. Oh, finally. And she's like, "Well, you got to get some page these notes. They're in a safe, and then these notes will help us end the curse." That's, it's affecting you, Dar- Darian. I could see it, but you're you're fighting it pretty well. So, so Ex- was he cursed by any specific reason other than being around the mist a lot? I think it's just being around the mist. Yeah, I think it's the mist. Like starting to get to him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's the same curse that sent his father to the mental hospital. Gotcha. Right after she says something stupid like that, Double D gets overtaken by the fog and passes out. Oh, Double D, silly, silly Double yeah. D. So he's just. Knocked out on the ground, so you play as Sutton for a little bit, and she makes it to D, mm-hmm. and D gets up and starts attacking her because he, he thinks she's a zombie. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. neat, which is weird because it makes the zombies see other zombies and try and attack them. I don't think it. I think it reanimates corpses, but his family is the cursed family. So, oh, okay, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's different from him, is what you're saying? Yeah, like everyone else seems fine. Like Abdul's. Peachy fucking keen about it. He's just fucking creeper all the time. Yeah. Speaking of which, he shows up and he gives the fucking cure to D. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not shady at all. No. Oh, I got the cure to the curse. Yeah. There you go. Why didn't you give it to your his dad when you were he was your fucking colleague? Asshole. No. So Double D is healing up, sends Sutton to fight, find the the thief who we find out is Le Shaw. What? Right? Mm-hmm. And try to get the Eye of Isis back. All right. So we got to find the Eye of Isis now. Exactly. So they make it to the atrium where they find the thief, the Shaw, handed over to some some gangster, old gangster boss looking yeah. guy. Bupo? 
Is that him or is it the... No, Bupo's the oh, one leader. The, the white guy. The white shirt guy. Yeah. Just some thug, I think. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who dies instantly when a whale bone comes to life and falls right through his chest. And he drops awesome. the, the eye of Isis right there. Yeah. Sutton gets it, but gets knocked out by another thug. Mm-hmm. And then she gets picked up, but they leave the eye of Isis there. No, I think they... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. They do. They do. They leave it, it there. it doesn't make any sense. Because then Double D goes and retrieves it. Mm-hmm. But and why are the thugs there? To try and, I thought they were there to get the Eye of Isis, but they just pick up Suts for some reason. Yeah, and why the cops let them in? <laughs> mm-hmm. Are they working with someone? I don't understand why they're there. Just They're working with someone who's trying to get the Eye of Isis. Yeah, whoever they're working for wants I'm, the Eye of Isis. I'm not exactly sure what the Eye of Isis does that you'd want it, but we'll get to that later. It's fucking priceless. Just they want it for their own collection, maybe. I don't know. Either way, thugs have suts now, and she's being held hostage, and they demand the eye. So like, Which they could have picked up instead of picking her up. Maybe they don't know what the eye is. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because they are thugs, dude. They're just you know, muscle. Are they just told the bot to get it or however? Yeah. Who the hell knows? <laughs> but they're like, all right, we're going to do a handoff at the train station. You bring it there. And we'll give you suts back. Okay, but how do I get to the train station? Well, there's some underground tunnels you can take. Oh, okay. So, Double D takes these underground tunnels to get to the train station. And he gets First, there. First, he gets the Eye of Isis. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he gets there, and he fights a statue. Mm. A statue that comes to life. That's weird. weird. And Who's there? Uh, The thugs. And Abdul, for some reason? Yeah. Hmm. But the, the thugs take Suts away on the train. Instead of trading for the eye vices. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then Abdul's there and he's like, well, we got to go to the docks because that's probably where they're going. Mm-hmm. How do you know this, Abdul? Yeah. Yeah. But why does he know that? And I don't know. So thugs got Suts at the docks. Thugs got Suts. Thugs got Suts at the docks. And then we get to see... Bupo, the kingpin penguin looking motherfucker, and he's the leader of the thugs. And he's on the the boat. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the eye? I don't know. This part got a little confusing for yeah, me. Yeah. Well, I didn't know who had it. <laughs> you have it, and I don't know why you'd bring it on the boat. Yeah. Why don't you just leave it there and then be like, let's just go get Sots and yeah. come back? Because I think Abdul tries to push you to take it. I don't know. But you get on their boat, you rescue Sots. Double D gets knocked out again. Oh, of course. All his shit's stolen. They steal the eye, finally, and all his weapons. But they leave the a red glowing gem that was in the eye. What? Yeah. And Abdul tells Sutz that that red gem can keep you safe because it, it glows when danger is near. So Sutz is like, okay, so I'll sneak around and go find some weapons. Sutz goes for weapons. She ends up beating a bunch of thugs, stealing their... They look like blunderbusses. Yeah. Something. I don't know what the fuck they were. I'm pretty sure they used better guns in 1890 than that. Yeah, but that's what they look like. Well, these are just thugs. They can they buy what they can get, you know what I mean? <laughs> I still don't understand why they're here. <laughs> the whole, I, I think they work for the penguin motherfucker. Yeah. One of them is Bupo's bodyguard. I know they say that later. The one that looks right. different. But, like, I'm just getting confused as to who are they hired by why are they looking for the thing are they just coincidentally like trying to steal it the same night as the thief and darian like yeah i think Poopo wants it i don't understand the thug connection but let's just all right yeah. we'll just go with it they're here it's an enemy yeah exactly so abdul says well double d's relapsing on the curse again 
Not shady at all. <laughs> no. He just shows up. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's on the curse again. He's on that fucking curse, man. We got to detox him off that curse. Mm-hmm. So now you play as Victoria again. Yep. You play around as Suts. And then the engines die. And you're like, well, we got to redirect the ship to Egypt because Abdul said so. So you go to the captain, get him to change course. Yeah, once the they're trying to go fixed. to Greece. So they want to change the course to Egypt. Yeah. So you talk to the captain, get him to change the course. Once, once the engines are fixed, of course. Yeah. And Abdul's like, well, let's go look for Double D. So mm-hmm. you're basically on a boat from London to Egypt. This is quite a, a bit of time you're going to be on this boat. Yeah. Well, who knows how Double D has been passed out. And she's already beaten all these thugs. I can't believe there's even more thugs. Yeah. That's a good point. But Abdul says, well, we need the statue or all, everything's lost. It's all over. Blah, blah, blah. The thief has it now because the thief stole it off of, I guess... The thief stole. Stole from Darien? From Double D, yeah. I guess. So you find Double D, and you fight some large ram-headed demon-looking thing. Yeah. It was pretty neat looking. I don't know where where the fuck that came from or why it was on the boat. Mm, Sure. But you give Double D the cure again, and you recover the statue. It's about time. Right? So you you get the statue. The captain's like, yo, go take a lifeboat, Mm -hmm. and... I'll deal with the yeah, thugs. You can row to Egypt from here. Yeah, we're we're almost there. And then I'll deal with the thugs and I'll turn the ship around. Right. So you row the lifeboat to shore and you eventually get to the Pyramid of Osiris. Ooh. Yeah. Sounds sexy. So you're, you're going through there. You're fighting some mummies and shit. You fight a big scorpion boss, which you think you beat. And then I guess it stings Double D or something. Yeah. He just gets fucking knocked, knocked out, out again. again. Well, <laughs> yeah. Of course. Protagonist knockout, I mean. Yeah, he's got glass jaw double D here. They didn't need to knock him out in between you using Victoria and him. They just decided to. Yeah, just to give you a reason, yeah. I guess. So Sutz and Abdul save him again. Mm-hmm. And Sutz drops the statue down like a, when they're saving him, it's like, oh, God, it fell down the floor. We got to go down and get it. No. But it's quickly grabbed by Lashaw. <gasps> the thief? Yup. They're what? here too? Uh-huh. How did they get off the boat? The, they must have held on to your lifeboat and you didn't even see them. Okay. That tracks. that's not even the biggest thing. Oh, yeah? Because Bupo's here. What? Bupo. What? That doesn't make any sense. He's, uh, well, maybe they killed the captain or they tortured him to find out where they were going. And he just... Egypt's didn't... a tiny place, I guess. <laughs> There's only one dock. I don't fucking yeah. know. <laughs> they, they did leave the opening, though. They were like the captain saying... I'll go deal with him. You get out of here. Yeah. So he must have, he must have brutally murdered the captain. How else? Yeah. And then taking the boat from wherever he was to Egypt. Yeah. Exactly. And then traveled to the Temple of Osiris, getting there before you did. Yeah. Maybe he figured out what you were thinking you were going to do. Mm. He took Why those did... Abdul routes to get there. Oh. Yeah. He's got shortcuts. That makes sense. He's got shortcuts. <laughs> indeed. I got shortcuts in every city. Right. So Bupo's like, well, I'm going to fucking kill you and then Sutz shows up and he's like no i'm gonna shoot Sutz instead what and when he goes to aim at Sutz, double d comes in saves the day and shoots fucking bupo that's about time yep so the thief's just sitting there like oh god what the fuck just happened so they decide to unmask him what jinkies (laughs) nice (laughs) (laughs) so they unmask the thief and it turns out oh my god it looks it looks like Sutz is looking in a fucking mirror what Really? Yeah. Then, tell, tell us tell us how they became twins. <laughs> well, they were twins. Okay. From birth. <laughs> oh, wow. 
They just didn't know each other existed. Yeah. And I guess Abdul just says this shit or. Yeah. Like he knew. Yeah. He's like, well, nobody knew about the twins. It's like, how do you, why do you consider, how do you know their age? Whatever. Abdul, you fucking idiot. <laughs> so they're like, well, Double D, you, you have to return the statue because, I mean, it was your family that took it. And this is the only way to get rid of the curse. And ISIS brought them about so they could all get this done together. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was all just fated to happen like this. They could have just left the thief get it and just take it yeah. all the way to Egypt, I guess. But I guess Double D has to do it or else he'll go in insane or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Something has to do with the curse. So he goes to return the statue. There's like an earthquake or something. Traps him and Bupo, Bupo's corpse, in another room. What? And then Bupo's corpse transforms into like an octopus-looking boss kind of thing. Of course. Cool. So you got to beat the shit out of him, pick up the statue, return it to where it goes, and then you watch the yellow fog, evil, whatever the fuck it is, return back to a sarcophagus. And Hmm. there it is. You save the day, you save the fog, and you saved your own sanity. And Abdul says, hey, don't worry. My government will take it from here. Yeah. Where the fuck were they the whole time you were in Egypt? That's what I want to know. The government knows that Double D had to return it himself. Mm. Oh, so they backed off? He had to get forgiveness, yeah. Like, well, hope this Double D plan works out. We don't have a backup plan. (laughs) Yep. That's exactly what it was. The fate of our country rests on some guy whose dad was an archaeologist. And is now in a mental ward or dead. This is a great plan, guys. (laughs) But it did work out for him. Yeah, well, that's the game. That's it. That's the game. That's it. We did it. Let's go ahead and roll right into final thoughts. Let's do it. Uh, Let's start with you this week, Dr. Scientist. Okay. All right. Did uh, watching this video make you want to play Curse the Eye of Isis? Mm, that's gonna be fun to run yeah on. let's hear this <laughs> i did the story work for you or was it an only small piece slice of pisces <laughs> oh my god uh no i don't you love this wait i'm not done at what score <laughs> out of 20 27 stars you'd think you sling in their eye sis <laughs> good one sis i could have said iris that would have made more yeah. That would have rhymed a lot better. <sighs> Do not want to play it? No. Did the story work for me? <sighs> not really. Yeah, right. I mean, the only thing that made the what made the most sense was that this thing was cursed and you had to return it. The rest of it, I don't know how people get from place to place. I don't know what the ultimate goals of people are. Like, was the thief trying to steal it to get it back? Or was she just stealing it to steal it? And that she just kind of ended up there fate-wise. I don't get it. I don't know what Bupa was trying to do. Was he trying to... <laughs> Make Set's curse come about? I don't know. Or was he just trying to be greedy? Uh, Were you cursed before you even went to the museum? Well, the family line was cursed somehow. Okay. Yeah, because the dad caused the curse. And then Victoria and the thief were born from Isis somehow. I don't know. I I read the thing. It didn't, whatever. But if if the thing of Isis was the thing that cursed his family... Why are so many other people so quick to get it? And then I, what, get another family curse on them? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what people are trying okay. to do. Well, maybe the Suts had a part of the curse because their mother was there when it happened, too. I Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. A lot of it didn't make sense to me. I'm confused. I'm scared a little <laughs> bit. Uh, oh, let Darian Dane 
give it an extra star, and we're going to throw four stars at it. Four stars. Four stars it is. Okay, that's fair. Okay, uh, no problem. Yeah, I mean, it would have been a three star, but I like Darian Dane as the name. Double D. Double D, so we'll just give it there. All right. Well, you don't question the system. Yeah. No, but I will question you. Oh, these let's see what qu- you're going to question. These questions three, Mr. Scotch. What is your favorite oh. color? <laughs> All right. That's going back in the movie theaters for the 48th anniversary. That's so stupid. <laughs> Love it. I should go see it. Did watching his video make you want to lift the curse? Was the story okay. pretty bad or could it have even been worse? <laughs> and out of 27 stars, how many would you stick in this purse? That's how you do it, Papa Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I got a thing or two to learn. Um, did watching this video make me want to play it? Not really. I mean, I think that had it been out for a platform that I had at that time, I might have got into it because it seems kind of like my type of game back then, Resident Evil style survival yeah. horror. But uh, I think at the time I was taking a break of gaming or just playing Madden. So I missed this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see myself playing it back then. Not so much now. Did the story work for me? Um, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you, Dr. Scientist. I understand why the thugs are there. I understand the curse and that this thing cursed their family and they're kind of working together to lift it. But I don't understand why everyone else wants it, which yeah. I think is a big part of telling a successful story. Yeah. Yeah. No motivation. You don't know what anybody's motivation is except for Darian's, but it's not really his motivation. It's what he's cursed to do. You know, he's told by Abdul that it's his motivation. How did Abdul find right. out all this shit? I don't I honestly thought at some point Abdul was going to be like a ghost or like a familial spirit or something. Me too, man. I thought he was going to turn out to be a bad guy trying to get it, get the Eye of Isis. Or a bad guy. He's always like, you go ahead, I'll stay here. Or, yeah. oh, wow, I showed up here too after the fight. That's crazy. Anyway. Oh, and then when he's like, oh, Darian just freaked out off screen. <laughs> he must be relapsing yeah. on the curse. Or no, remember the time he was watching Sutton and then you meet up with Abdul and he's like, oh, they got her. Yeah. Like, what yeah. did they? Did they? (laughs) Or did you give them to her? That's a good question. Turns out he was your bro the whole time, and we should have never questioned all his weird behavior. (laughs) So, Abdul was great. He gets 32 stars out of 27. Yeah, that's fair. But for the game, how many stars did the whole thing get? Um, It was muddling, meddling, confusing, uh, but it did move forward, and it did make sense. Well, one action led to another. (laughs) 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 I guess... Um, motivations are a little foggy. The the characters, I mean, there weren't a whole lot, but I'll tell you what, uh, if you show me all the characters, I know who Bupo is. I know who Darian <laughs> Dane is. I know who Sutton is. I know who Abdul is. I gotta say it passed the character test, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna be a little bit nicer than Dr. Scientist, but still a little bit on the lower end. I'm gonna give it a six. Uh, that's perfectly fair. I mean, that's what I gave Choo Choo Charles. Well, yeah. you know, we don't question the system. You're right. Oh, yeah, You're right. Yeah. What, are we, what are we talking about? In your mind, they're exactly the same. Yep. So then we'll go ahead and turn to you there, Sir Trump Slap. Bring it on. I want to hear some questions. Uh, did watching this video make you want to play Curse the Isis, comma, I? Oh, my God. Why are you, you in this comma <laughs> shit? Because <laughs> that's the word I want to rhyme on, the last one. So I make whatever... Word I want to rhyme with the last one. Okay, let's hear this eyes then. Yeah. Did the story work for you? 
Or was it just a big cow pie? A new pie. Was yeah. <laughs> and he threw cow in there. I've used pie before. Pie it was all a lead up to this. It was all a lead up to this. <laughs> what score out of 27 stars do you think you'd pull out of the pig sty? Oh, my God. <laughs> Pretty good. I know. Perfect. Uh, to watch this make me want to play? No. Not my kind of game. I don't know. The whole aiming thing looked weird as hell. I didn't, I didn't like it. Did the story work for me? I mean, not really. Okay. Because, yeah, I guess the first thing you get is the letter from your dad that says you're the only one that can lift this curse. So you're like, okay, I guess I'll do something. I yeah. guess I'll listen to this guy who gave me. But there, there are things like that explain the curse and stuff that you can read along the way. So that's all explained pretty good, I thought. Yeah, the curse. But the rest of it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, why is LaShaw even there? <laughs> yeah. The thugs, that's stupid too. I mean, I can see Bupo, the boss, he's like, oh, let's try to steal it from the museum before the exhibit's open, you know, be- before anyone will notice. That uh-huh. makes sense too, a little bit, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How could we ever know? And yeah, the whole Abdul thing just really chapped my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's like when they he's, all, he's just there to push the plot along. Yeah, when they were all together that one time, I guess they didn't have the statue at that time. So yeah, they just kept like splitting up and then oh, cause they oh I got the statue. Oh, I dropped it. Oh, this guy has it. Oh, the fucking thief dropped it. What the fuck? But yeah, okay. Well, it didn't really work, but it it worked on a basic level, but not good enough. Okay. So out of twenty seven stars, I'm gonna fall right in between you, bros. Give it a good old five. Ooh. Okay, a five. That gives us a total score of 15. Yep. Sounds right on it. Yep, got to be a top fiver. <laughs> we gave uh, Fear 3 a 16. Mm-hmm. And what we're saying is, because of our system and how perfect it is, this is right exactly the same as the 11th hour. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't argue with yeah. that. Yeah, because it, it, it tracks in my mind. The system speaks for itself. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. The system. Mm-hmm. Got it. That's all we have to say about that. Let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Classic <laughs> Radical Pokemon Lock of the Week. Sometimes Scotch forgets who the scientist is. <laughs> <laughs> move. Every week we ask Dr. Scientist, who I know all the time. <laughs> uh, he asks, we ask him to give us a radical Pokemon Lock of the Week, and he has never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist, what have you got for us? Well, since I know you love learning about Pokemon sizes, Papa Scotch. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I picked the smallest Pokemon Ooh. I can find. Well, there's actually several that are tied at being the same, the smallest height. And there's several that are the smallest weight. And there's only one that's both. Oh. Oh. And that is Flabebe. Flabebe. You're, you made that up. That's not a real Pokemon. F-L-A-B-E-B-E. Oh, what a cute little Pokemon, dude. It's a tenth of a meter tall and a tenth of a kilogram. What is it, a flower? It's the thing on top of a flower. It's part of the flower. It says that it's part of its body. The flower is probably part of its body, but it likes to draw out and control the hidden power of flowers. Oh, so it's like a fucking butterfly or a little bug. Yeah, something like that. It's four inches tall. That's about a tenth of a meter, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what it says. Four inches. A single bloom Pokemon. Wow. Comes in four variants. Red, orange, yellow, blue, and white. 
That's five. Well, hey, right. uh, <laughs> I'm awesome at counting. <laughs> it's got a medium fast leveling rate. Tell you that. Yeah, it's pretty small. So 100% maybe. female. Yeah, I guess there is no males in this one. And its hidden ability is symbiosis, which I guess means you can just mimic whatever moves the other Pokemon's throwing at you. Uh, I don't know. I would probably think it has something to do with team battles. You probably know better than I would. I just guessed. (laughs) (laughs) Is that its mouth or its nose? I can't tell. It's a flower, so I don't know. It's a fairy. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's fair. It just has a little pollen crown on it. Yeah. Can it fly with its ears? Are those ears or wings? Uh, Does it have flying? I don't know. Symbiosis it has. (laughs) That's its hidden ability. It has flower veil. Yeah, that's its other, that's its normal ability probably. And it's a fairy and most fairies fly. So I'm going to say yes. Uh, I wouldn't say most fairies fly. I would say that. I think that's pretty fair to say. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Thanks. (laughs) Nailed it. And because you nailed that, um, let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Sir Chomp Slaps. This or that? Is it this or that? Uh huh. This or that? Uh huh. Slim or fat? What? Shoes or hats? <laughs> uh, something or tats? Damn it! <laughs> Tits or tats? Yeah. Every week, we give Chomp Slap a prom- seven prompts, and he has to tell us if it's one thing or another thing. This week, the two things that you have to tell us if it's a thing of one thing or another thing Jesus Christ. Well are going to be. <laughs> is the thing, the prompt I give you, the name of a magician okay. or an Italian dish? Magish or dish? <laughs> Magish or dish, exactly. Okay. okay. The, the amazing pesto. Uh. <laughs> Um, these don't have any modifiers, so there's no the great whatever, the amazing whatever. It's just it's just the name. Okay. Okay. Are you ready, Sir Chomp Slap? I got let's, my notepad ready this let's time. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. The first one in the magician or Italian dish. Houdini. Magician. Cardini. Dish. Muscardini. Dish. Spidini. Magish. Slidini. Magish. Malini. Dish. Involtini. <laughs> Magish. You make every off. single one of those like oval teeny. <laughs> go ahead and Margarini. <laughs> None of those are real except Udini. I, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be that. <laughs> Just ridiculous. That, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. That is a three out of seven. Oh, that's easily the worst one. You should have won. Wow. That was insane. So the first one, obviously, Houdini, you nailed that. You made up you the other six, right? right? <laughs> and then the next one, Cardini is a magician, not the name of an Italian dish. Right. Cardini is an Italian dish, You said, which you did get correct. You nailed that one. Uh, Spadini is an Italian dish. Uh, now you say it like that. Yeah. You said it differently. <laughs> oh, I said it exactly the same. <laughs> and then uh, after Spadini, we had Slidini, which is a magician, which you did get that one. Yeah, you got the Sly one. Malini is a magician. You said that was a dish. And Involtini is a dish. You said it was a magician. <laughs> Muscardini looks gross. Whatever, man. That was a, that was a hard one. 
That, well, we're not throwing softballs at, at Chumslap. He always nails it, except for this one. But right. other than that, he's been pretty solid all, all season long. Can he keep up his streak of winning? You're only going to know saw, if he keeps winning. I just ruined the streak of winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Dude, it's like it's like a gross mini octopus. Uh, oh, sounds delicious. But there's also Giovanna Mascardini, an Italian magician. Uh-oh. No, I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I don't get the full question, so I just see if it's one thing or another thing, and, you know, we screw these up once in a while, and by we, I mean me. So you had me going there for a second. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, there was a Johnny Muscardini in there, but it was he wasn't a magician. Well, if someone maybe had the life story of Johnny Muscardini, the story that they wrote six years ago while they were in college, where could they send that story to us, uh, Sir Chumpslap? Well, you can send that to plytime at gmail.com. You want to just send me anything and I'll read it and I'll respond. You want to ask for a shout out like this kid, Chris Nethercut. What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's up, Chris? <laughs> he gets a sack move. I didn't have my air horn. That's sack fair. Move. There you go, bud. And uh, if they wanted to get to us faster on the socials with other possible shout outs, how would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram or Threads or stop by the Reddit and say hi and ask for a shout out. Like, I don't have any idea. <laughs> like Chris Garscaponi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hey. Joseph Mascardini. <laughs> you can also go to YouTube, like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Or go to PlottyTime.com, which takes you to our uh, eBay store where you can buy things to support us. Totally legit. That does it for us. So, as always, shout out to Blaine JJ, Drago the Slago Gamers, Little Playground, I am Panex, and Louise Guzman. More importantly than all that, do not trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.